What's going on, everybody? It's Eli Fox, the host of the All Day Buffalo podcast, and we're back at it again with another player profile. This time, we're on Trey White. But before we get started, I want to thank you all for coming here, for joining me, um, and for listening to this uh, podcast, and for listening to the third straight player profile uh first we did josh allen second we did stefan diggs and this one number three like i said is about trey white um this one's a good one for sure uh you know everybody loves trey you can't go wrong with a little bit more trey white content and that's for sure um you can never get enough trey um and it's been like that since he entered the league and he and he put on that bills jersey um He's always been one of the most exciting players um, on and off the field. He's always got something fun or funny to say um, and funny to do. I think something that we all think about as Bills fans uh, that Trey White has done in the past is his when he picked up the uh, play sheet in that um, windy game when they were wearing those red uniforms. Um, and he was like looking at it, kind of scanning it. And it's just a, a gift that goes around Twitter and, and all other social medias and will never be played played over too many times because that's an absolute classic. Um, but let's get it started. This player profile is on Trey White, the cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, drafted in 2017, um, and he's still playing there now, hopefully for the long term too. So let's get it going. His early life, Trey White was born on January 16, 1995 in Shreveport, Louisiana, um, full name is Tredavious White. Uh, we all know him as Trey. Um, so Trey went to Green Oaks High School in Shreveport where he played quarterback and cornerback for his high school team. Um, he grew up on Cooper Road, which in Shreveport um, is most known for its gang, uh, gang violence and affiliation. And uh, for those who live there, tell you that it's a really difficult place to uh, kind of make it out of. You know, you got to have a you know, a Hail Mary opportunity to make it out of this type of place. And uh, Trey White found his niche and, and found a way out of a uh, difficult situation for a lot of people. Um, so Trey White was determined to make a name for himself. And he always tried to kind of strive to set an example for those in the Shreveport community and uh, his high school and for the people that needed a role model. You know, he wanted to be people, someone that people looked up to um, and be like, oh, Trey White made it out, so I can too. Um, so I thought that was really cool. You know, Trey White's always been that type of guy that he always wants to set the best example and put his best foot forward and uh, really kind of create the best person that he can and create a person that people can look up to. So I really, really commend him for that. Um, but he graduated high school as the valedictorian and earned a full scholarship to LSU, uh, which is super crazy man like talk about wanting to become a role model like not only is he doing it becoming a role model on the field on the football field but he's also becoming a role model in the classroom uh getting the best gpa becoming the valedictorian and earning a scholarship to a great school not only for football but for academics as well um so on his way out of high school he was rated by Rivals.com as a five-star recruit and was ranked as the fourth best corner and the 18th ranked overall player in the class. So highly touted coming out of high school for sure. That's why he was playing at a, a high-tier school like LSU. Um, so let's skip on forward to his freshman year. 
and there wasn't too too much on his um college career just a lot of like the statistics and stuff i mean he didn't have like a a crazy crazy like blow up year and by any means in any of his four years but he definitely just kind of stayed consistent and um was a starter all four years and just kind of kept up that same great play that we are still seeing in the nfl so let's get it started with his freshman year stats um in his freshman year he started in 12 of 13 games um, so these were his stats for that first year he had 39 solo tackles 16 assists, um, as in 16 assisted tackles. So that means somebody else was in on the tackle with him. That could be a gang tackle. That could be another guy um, coming up to help. Um, but the, the total ended up being 55 total tackles. And this ended up being the most tackles that he would um, accrue over his entire time at LSU. Um, so I thought that was interesting that that happened in his freshman year. Uh, but two and a half tackles for a loss. And he had two picks and a fourth fumble. So three total turnovers for him um, in that freshman year. In his sophomore year, um, he played an extra game than the previous 12. So he started all 13 games. His stats took kind of quite a dip during his sophomore year, um, but he was still effective. You know, when I was thinking, oh, it was a sophomore year, like, does anyone have a good sophomore year in anything? If, like, I, I know, like, so high school, you know, no one has a good sophomore year. So we won't uh, bar him for that, but he had 23 tackles, uh, 10 assisted tackles, making that 33 total tackles. He had three tackles for a loss and one sack. Uh, he had two picks again, and he had six pass deflections. Um, his sophomore year was definitely his worst year um, statistics-wise, but he he's always been that type of player where he makes – an impact in places where you don't really see it on the screen as much. You know, he's not the guy that's going to be up making tackles or picking off every single pass, but he's going to be covering that guy so well that he won't even be in the play. So, you know, you, you can, you kind of have to, he's the type of player you got to go back and watch tape on. If you can isolate him and you can watch just him play, you're going to really get the full picture of how good Trey white really is. Because like I said, he's not going to be the guy that is flashing out on the screen when you're just watching the live broadcast. You got to go back and watch the film. You got to break down what he's doing every single snap, and then you can see how great of a player he really is. Uh, but an interesting thing that happened to him between his sophomore and junior year was he had a number change, um, and that only happens for a special player. During his two seasons, he wore number 16, but when he was moving into junior year, he was also moving into a new number, like I said that number being 18. So the number at 18 at LSU has uh, a lot more significant meaning than 18 at other schools. Um, and the meaning behind it is uh, the number is for a player who is both successful on and off the field. Uh, and that person boasts a selfless attitude as well, um, where he puts his teammates first, he puts his coaches first, he puts his classmates first. And he's doing it all off and on the field. Um, and he's not, you know, being selfish and, and you know, being a jerk to everybody and um, kind of being flashy, you know. Like, Trey White's always been that type of guy who is going to be himself. And himself is someone who is a stand-up person and who is really fun to watch on the football field and is, you know, is arguably even more fun to watch um, off the football field. 
So I thought that was really cool that he kind of got this honor. Um, and his teammates were actually the ones to vote white into the number. Like this isn't an, an executive decision made by the head coach. Every year the team comes together and votes on who they want to wear the number 18 jersey, who deserves it most, who is the most selfless player on the team, and who, who, who it, not only on the team, but selfless in the classroom and like around campus and, and whatnot. And so White wore it for his junior and senior seasons. So I thought that was a really cool kind of tidbit. I didn't know that about LSU, and I didn't know that about Trey. I always knew him wearing number 18 because I had watched more of him as he was a junior and a senior but I didn't know that he had changed his number because of that reason. So I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, but his junior year at LSU, this is the 2015, the cornerback had a decent season in his new jersey. Uh, the stats for this season were 30 solo tackles, 14 assists, uh, meaning he had 44 total on the entire year. Definitely up from last season, but not at the tackle numbers that he had in his freshman season. Um, he had his first zero interception season. Uh, this season, but he tied his personal record for pass deflections with seven. And he had one and a half tackles for a loss in this season as well. So, you know, like the stats aren't going to jump out at you, but this is also college football. You got to remember that not as many games, uh, not as many, like just not as much skill in general. Like these players aren't as all, they're all not all polished like they are in the NFL. So you're not going to see those big numbers being put up, but you got to like, like I said, you got to go back and watch the film to really, really get a picture of how good these players can be in their isolated positions. Um, but going into his senior year, Trey White now heads into his senior year, uh, the most important year of his career so that he can solidify a spot in the NFL. He bursts onto the scene and kills it in his final season at LSU. He ended the year with 19 solo tackles, 16 assisted tackles, and ending the year with 35 total tackles. But his success didn't really come tackling. Um, it came defending the pass. He had 14 pass deflections, which is double what his career best was um, prior to this season, and he added two interceptions onto that. So rounding out his LSU career, he had six total picks, which is solid for a NCAA cornerback. Uh, but one of those interceptions was actually a pick six, he also added four tackles for a loss and a fumble recovery, um, the first of his college career. That is also a career high, four tackles for a loss. Um, and then adding the fumble recovery, he had another three turnovers just on his own. Um, so he he had a great career. You know, he he I think he had a when you add it all up, he had 167 total tackles. Um, he had six total picks. You know, he he did what he had to. He he came out. He locked up his 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 man, um, and did it in both zone and in man. Um, but not only did he play cornerback. Now I didn't really think of this. I didn't really know about this. I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention as much as I should to LSU football. And, and I'm not too much of a college football guy by any means, anyway. So maybe this just kind of breezed past me. But something you may not know about Trey's career at LSU was that he was kind of a prolific punt returner from year two to year four. He totaled three return touchdowns, one per year, and was averaging 10 yards per return on his college career. That is nuts. Like The fact that he's getting 10 yards per return on punt returns is super reliable, and if he wasn't the guy he is in the 
NFL now, like the, the, the lockdown corner that he is, he probably could have made it as a, as a special teamer, you know, like that could have been his, his B plan. Um, but his, just more on that, his junior year, uh, he had his best average, which came in at 11 and a half yards per, per punt return, which is just crazy, dude. Like he, so he, he was doing it all. He was doing it all over the field and he was even a quarterback back in high school. So Trey White's got it all. And he's also a goalie, <laughs> um, but moving on to the combine and the draft. Um, he's entering the 2017 NFL draft. He participated in the NFL combine that year. Uh, here are some of the notable stats from that combine. So he clocked in at 5'11", 192 pounds. He clocked a 4.4740 time, a broad jump of 9 feet and 11 inches, almost 12 feet on a broad jump. It's pretty awesome. Um, and he had a vertical of 32 inches, also pretty athletic. Um, his NFL draft profile. So I like to look at these uh, for the players that are on the Bills now. Um, I think it's just kind of a cool thing to do. You look back at what the quote-unquote experts are saying about these guys and then who they become in the league. So I always like to do this. We like to look look at their strengths and look at the weaknesses um, that they posted prior to them being drafted. Uh, so let's look at his strengths. He has good size at 5'11", 192. He has a quick change of direction speed. He stays with the receivers well in man. He's got good ball skills. He plays well in both zone and man. So not only can he lock his receiver in man, but he is also a great zone coverage guy. And I think he's seen a little more success in zone as a Buffalo Bill, for sure. I'm not, not saying that he is a complete liability in man by any means because he's not. He's, he's actually very well-rounded as a cornerback. But definitely when you throw him back in a zone, he is at his peak. He is the best version of Tredavious White at cornerback. Um, and he also the fact that he was a consistent four-year starter. You know, like he never – really had a terrible season. You know, he never went down with an injury. He never had anything going on off the field. He was just always consistent. He showed up on time. He did everything in practice right. He went out in the games and was way more than serviceable, was um, top tier. You know, LSU only seems to pump out top tier cornerbacks. And Trey White is no exception to that. So um, let's get to his weaknesses, though. Uh, so he turns his hips too soon in press man coverage. He's not enthused to come up and make a tackle. He misses tackles. Um, it's a quick note on those. I, I think those are not the worst. You know, they're not. I, he, I don't think he's. I don't think he's not enthused to come up and make a tackle, but he's also not as big and not as strong as a lot of the guys that you come up and make a tackle on. You don't. You know, like all these running backs and whatnot aren't. Like Derrick Henry, like a guy like Trey White is going to get absolutely pummeled by a guy like Derrick Henry. Um, so I don't think he's not enthused, but I think he knows his position well and he knows his body well. And he's not always going to be the guy that's going to come up and, and, and make a huge tackle like a Jordan, a Jordan Poyer is or a Micah Hyde is. 
you know, at those DB positions and Levi Wallace in um, all honesty. Um, another one of his weaknesses though, very quick, but not elite top end speed. Have to agree with this too. Um, he's not going, he's quick. Four, four, seven is a, is a fast man for sure. Um, but he's not, he's not running a four, three. He's not, he's not burning you on every play. And that's also why he's playing cornerback and not why he's playing wide receiver or, or, or punt or kick returner. Um, because he's definitely really, really elite quick for college ball, but he's not elite quick for NFL ball. You know, like the speed just ramps up more and more as you, as you keep going throughout, like from high school to college to NFL, it just keeps getting faster. So that's a fair assessment, I guess. But um, the last one that's there is doesn't make a lot of jump off the screen plays. And this one, I don't know why this is really a weakness because who really cares? You know, like, like he, he doesn't make a lot of jump off the screen plays. You know, he does get his picks. He gets his fumble recoveries. He gets his turnovers. But he's not going to be the guy, like I said earlier, that is going to always be on your screen he's not always going to be showing up and I remember so many games this past season and I guess this past season could have been considered a down year for him not even though he still played really really solid but I was watching I watched obviously I watched every single game last season and I found myself thinking a lot like where is Trey White where is Trey White and I went back and would watch the games again or I'd watch the highlights again and then I'd think I'm also not seeing the wide receiver he's covering. So like Trey White's the type of guy that is going to literally lock up his man so aggressively, so reliably that you're not going to see the wide receiver and you're not going to see him on the screen because the ball's not even getting passed to his side. And that's like the number one thing you want in your cornerback is a guy that is going to be reliable and is always going to make his assignment pay. And Trey White is 100% that guy. So let's move into the NFL drafts. Combine is over. College career is over. He's moving into the NFL drafts. Trey White at 27th overall. Here's his name called by the Buffalo Bills in that 2017 NFL draft. Um, I was I was super super fired up. I I saw I I'm not gonna say I saw this one coming, but this it seemed like we were gonna get a cornerback. And when I was looking at the draft pot, draft profile, just to kind of look back at how that whole thing was going and what the Bills needed that year, Trey White was one of the top people that the the Bills were kind of looking at, and the, he was a perfect fit for this organization. Um, so moving on to his time with the Bills, Trey White was exactly what the Bills needed at the time, you know, right player, right time. Um, he was really one of the Brandon Bean's first masterclass picks. You know, Brandon Bean is now known as a, as a wizard with the draft, a wizard in free agency. You know, he, he just knows how to kind of build a cohesive team um, in the way that he wants to. And in the way that is the, in the Bill's best interest. Um, so this was his first draft pick with Sean McDermott um, for the Bills. The Bills had not made the playoffs for years, and the team was in a drought that has not been seen by many NFL teams around the league. You know, we were definitely 
definitely down. You know, we weren't in a good position at all as an organization. We were moving on to a different head coach. We still had Tyrod Taylor, who was was a uh, he was an elite game manager at best. You know, like you he wasn't he wasn't the greatest quarterback. He wasn't, and we all knew that. Um, but I always I, I I always do like to to pay my credit and pay my respects to Tyrod Taylor because he was by no means a bad quarterback. And he was, he was someone that kind of helped write the ship in in um, in in Buffalo in that 2017 season, bringing them to the playoffs. Um, I know that that defense did really most of the work in bringing the the team to the playoffs, but Tyrod Taylor also didn't turn the ball over a lot. He did what he had to to get this team enough wins, and you can't you can't hate on a guy for getting you wins. So I think. He deserves a little more respect, but back on Trey White. Um, so Trey White was the type of player that the Bills needed on the, on the defensive side and on the team in general. This Bills team was lacking personality like you wouldn't believe. It was probably like the driest team ever. You know, we had Kyle Williams, who was a fun guy, but like Kelvin Benjamin, oh, I mean, Tyrod Taylor wasn't like your, your super – fun-loving off-the-field guy, you know, like Trey White is. Um, I would say Shady was fun too, but, you know, there just wasn't much personality on this team. And it seemed like once Trey White got added to this team, it all kind of started clicking. You know, I think Trey White is such a massive part of what this team has become because of his personality and for his fun-loving spirit um, and just – you know, what he can bring day in and day out to this team, not even on just on Sundays or on Mondays or Thursdays, whenever the team is playing a football game. But he but he consistently brings an amazing personality and an amazing just – he just brings an amazing person himself to the Bills every single day, and it, it only makes us better. Um, so like I'm saying, like I was just saying, his personality and his fun-loving spirit – is what jumps out at you uh, when you first think of Trey White. There are so many memories, so many things um, that you think of when you hear the name Trey White. Like I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast, when you look worse, when you saw him picking up the play call sheet that blew onto the field, um, Trey White's goalie academy, just so many things, so many awesome moments from him. Um, so, you know, there's not enough you can say about Trey White just from the jump. Uh, everyone seems like they're a perfect fit. I'm sorry. I got lost in my notes. Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, like then I was talking about Brandon Bean. Um, you know, he brought him in to change the culture. And now it seems like everything is kind of meshing with the culture that he created by bringing in Trey White. Uh, so Trey White is really kind of like one of the guys that is a was a, was a culture changer for this Bills team. Um, so, like I said, can't be any happier with the guy that we got at the 27th overall pick in 2017. Um, so Trey White is the type of player you want on your team forever, man. I, I would I would die to keep this guy on this team. Uh, no matter how much it costs, bring him back. He brings it on the field and he brings it in the locker room. Just do not, do not mess this up with this guy because he's one you want for the entirety of his career. For sure. Um, but let's just go down the 
the uh, the years of his his time in Buffalo stats wise. Um, rookie year, he had four picks, 18 pass deflections, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, one touchdown, and 69 total tackles. So it's safe to say that he adjusted to the NFL pretty well. I think he should have won rookie of the year. I was banging that drum harder than anybody. Um, I, I, I wanted it so bad. He ended up not getting it, I believe. Um, second year, two picks, eight pass deflections, 54 total tackles. A little bit of a dip, but nothing too crazy. Um, his third year, he had six interceptions, 17 pass deflections, two forced fumbles, one sack, and 58 total tackles. Um, and in his fourth year, last year in 2020, he had three picks, 11 pass deflections, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, a sack and a half, and 57 total tackles. So he's been consistent. He has been an amazing player on this team, obviously. He's a, he's a cornerstone for our defense, um, and he – will hopefully be locking up the outsides with um, the likes of Asante Samuel Jr. come 2021 because that's who I want in the draft. But uh, here are my final thoughts on Trey. I love Trey White. I could sum it up to that, but I'll keep going. Um, he's been one of my favorite players in the league since he got drafted. That's why I got his jersey right after he was drafted. I texted my friend, one of my best uh, Bills friends, and I – was like, are we getting Trey White jerseys? And he was like, I am about to do it right now. Um, so we ended up buying them together. Uh, he got the red one. I got the blue one. Um, and he's been a key piece to this organization um, ever since he, he came into the league. And he shows how fun it can be to do what you love. Um, and it seems like Trey White really loves to be on the Bills and he loves to play uh, football. So if you don't like Trey's play on the field, somehow, like, I don't know how you couldn't. He's a baller. Um, there's no way you can hate the man off the field. He's a world-class family man who strives um, to to put his family in the best place he can, and he's a great father to his two kids. Um, so you know nothing bad you can say about the guy. You can't you can't hate on this guy. He's just one of those guys in the league that there's no angle to hate on him. Um, so with all that being said, man, Trey White, one of my favorite players in the on the Buffalo Bills. He always will be, even if he ended up leaving, God forbid, he would still be one of my favorite football players um, because he really did create an entire new identity for this Bills football team. And from 2017 on, uh, the rest is history. And I really think it's just going to keep getting better and better. So that's it for the player profile on Trey White. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been a blast so far, being able to go look through uh, the careers through high school, through college, through the, the NFL careers of all these players that I've been looking at. Uh, we got two more episodes coming up, both on Thursdays. So we got two more weeks of this, um, and I'm excited to keep doing it. I will put my weekly poll up on Sunday night, I believe, so I can get it going on Monday um, and try and get as much information in these as I can. Um, so thank you guys so much for supporting me, for supporting Built in Buffalo. Everyone at Built in Buffalo appreciates it. We are growing. We're growing fast and we're growing furiously. And we are trying to do it all in the best interest of you guys. Um, trying to give you guys the best content, 
the best Twitter content, best Facebook content, best podcast content you guys can possibly get. So we are always working very, very hard to please all of you and to make each other proud. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, go Bills. See y'all later.